This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Today we're talking to Kenzie Kellerman. She's a defensive dynamo on the volleyball team and a two-sport athlete here at Lone Star High School. Welcome, Kenzie. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to talk to you about your volleyball accomplishments and your future plans. But first, let's cover a few quick hits to get to know you better. Who's your favorite athlete of all time? My favorite athlete of all time would probably be Ezekiel Elliott. Who's your favorite team of all time? Dallas Cowboys. What's your favorite sport to watch? Football and volleyball. What's your favorite sport to play? My favorite sport to play would be volleyball. What about the farthest distance you've ever traveled to play sports or to watch someone else play sports? Um, the Travis I, farthest I have traveled is um, Spokane, Washington. What was that for? Um, we had a club volleyball tournament, a qualifier that lasted three days to get to nationals. Washington, that's farther than me. That's good. Let's start with this school year. I want to know um, about your senior year here at Lone Star. Tell me what your year looked like this year. Um, at first, I felt like it was going to go by really slow. Um, they weren't super hard and strict on a lot of things that we did, but I had to maintain my grades for college to get accepted in the beginning of September, but it came by a lot faster than I thought it would and I'm graduating in two weeks. Happened fast. What all were you doing? What, what all were you doing um, academically or in clubs and in activities and then sports? Um, I started with school volleyball. That started in July. Um, moved to club volleyball that started in October. That ended in the end of April. Um, keeping up with my NHS hours so I could get my stools. We had award ceremony, Frisco scholarship night. Um, track season. What do you run in track? Um, I was in the 4x1 and the 4x2. So you talked about club volleyball. So how long have you juggled both club and school volleyball? Since I was eight. Oh wow. Is that when you started playing or when did you actually start playing? Um, I started playing when I was about seven and I played basketball and volleyball at the same time but I decided to keep playing volleyball because I started to get into club and I couldn't do both at the same time. Do you ever still play any basketball? No, not not anymore. So you were dead like first, second grade, whenever um, whenever that was? Well, I played in middle school just for fun to be with my friends, but after that, that's when club volleyball started to get really intense. That's what I was going to ask you, competitive-wise. So yes. when did volleyball turn intense for you? When I was 12, so in the sixth grade. What club, have you moved around or have you always been at the same club? Um, I played at Lone Star Volleyball Club, which is in Frisco. Um, I moved, I played there for three years till my 15th year, so freshman year, I played at Summit Nitro, which is in Plano, and then 16, 17, 18th year, I played at Mad Frog, which is in Plano Richardson. That's area. where you're at now, yes, finishing up. Yes. I guess you're done. Are you? I am done. done. We ended nationals in the end of April, April 29th. And you're a defensive player? Yes, ma'am. Olivero? Yes. When did, so at what age did that happen to where you were kind of dedicated to that position? Um, okay, so I, I'm pretty short now, but compared to everyone else, I was taller until everyone caught up to me. So I used to play in the front row until the summer before my 13th year, 
um, my coach that I had, she moved me down to a libero. And at first I absolutely hated it because I wanted to be the one that scored all the points all the time. But I feel that I have a bigger role because I have to be able to get the ball up for them to start a play. Okay, so you mentioned that you're shorter now. So I was when I was reading about you, um, some of the other kind of uh, top-ranked girls, they aren't built the same way you are. They're taller. So how tall are you? I'm 4'11". 4'11". Um, is that, has, that, has your size been a major hurdle for you to overcome, or do you just... Um. Yes and no, a lot of, well most D1 athletes, liberos, are an average of 5'7". Okay. So they have more error room in their arms and platforms to pass balls as to where my wingspan is only four feet. And so a lot of coaches always told me like that I wouldn't be able to play on top teams or um, like go D1, but I take it more and like just keep going with it and I use my speed to get to balls faster than just reaching with my arms. Were you always fast? Yes. I'm quick, pretty quick, quick with my reactions. I would think so. You cover a lot of ground. <laughs> I do. Even though the other girls may have a foot on you. Yes. A, our arm span, wingspan, is that what you said? Yes, ma'am. But that has to be, is it intimidating for you anymore? It, should, it probably was when you were younger. When I was younger, yes. When I first started playing, there were these girls that played on, well, TEV is one of the top teams in. Who is it? TEV. Okay. Um, in the nation, and I played against this girl the first time. She was like six foot at 12, and she smacked the ball right in front of my face, and it, I just let it hit the floor. It's like, there's no way I'm going to pass that ball. But now we compete against the top teams in the nations, and if you do exactly what you're supposed to be doing with your footwork, and because you know there's a lot of stats of where players are likely to hit, and if you stay there, the ball comes right to you. Comes right to you. It does <laughs> sometimes. You make it sound simple and easy. You're moving, and are you are you on the ground a lot then too? Yes. Yeah, with your position. Yes. You got to get down there and wherever the ball ends up. And it's helpful that I'm a lot lower to the ground, so it doesn't take as much work to pick up balls that are hitting the ground fast. So you can see it as an advantage sometimes? Yes. That's good. I wonder um, what the other teams think when they see you for the first time and they have a foot on you and you're the libero on the other side. Yeah, it's always my goal when I play another team is just to outplay their other libero. That's good. It sounds like you do. You've obviously done well your high school career. I want to talk about your journey as you as you leave here too. Um, well, if I want to talk about you being a two sport athlete first, real quick. So track, you mentioned a couple of events that you did. Um, so looking back now, would you recommend two sports for other high school athletes? Um, yes. Um, sometimes it's really hard to go to track practice at seven in the morning, go to school, go home, eat dinner, go to practice till ten, not get home till ten thirty, and then shower and do it, wake up the next day and do it all over again. But I ran track. Um, I started with track. I didn't run until my freshman year. I had never ran before. And oh, you I was, didn't run in middle school? No, I was on varsity my freshman year, and I just took it. I was, it was really fun, and it kept me in shape. Even though I was still in club season, it's a different type of workout. So I felt that I was always in shape when I needed to be. When it came to games, I had more endurance. So you didn't, why didn't you run track in middle school? Um, funny story. So my parents see them as a privilege, and so I got in trouble, and so the track thing was taken away <laughs> instead of 
running and playing volleyball. So you kind of wanted to. Yeah, I wanted you to. You just weren't allowed to. I just wasn't allowed to. <laughs> but you got to try out, or you got to play in ninth grade. And you played, you made varsity? Yes, ma'am. So you were good. You knew you were good. You just didn't get to play in middle school. Yes. How, so, and what are your sports again? Track? Oh, four by one and four by two. Okay, so. So the relays. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's not like sprinting fast, is it? Or no, those are, the, yeah, those are the sprints. I don't know tracks. <laughs> no, you're good. The four by one, so it's just, it's four girls, and then you, everyone runs 100 meters. So it would be oh. completely one lap around. So you're going pretty fast. Yeah, and then a four by two is everyone runs 200 meters, so it would be two laps around total. Wow. So did you ever play sports where you're running a lot like soccer, lacrosse, any of those kind of sports? Nope. Nope. You just like to run, though. Run hard. Um... Yeah, I like to sprint, not run. Like, I can't run a mile or anything. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can. You just, you just like to sprint and run fast. Yes. Um, so the schedule was a hard part about the, the two sports. Did you have a lot of injury from either sports that ever held you back? Um, no, I have never been injured, knock on wood. I know, right? But my six, actually my 16th year, we were at a tournament, and I slightly tore my MCL. This girl's knee collided right into mine when we went for a ball. And I have a pretty high pain tolerance, so my mom knows I'm not hurt unless I can't get up or I'm actually like crying. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't move, so they had to carry me off. And I tried to play the next game, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> and I was out for um, like two months, but nothing like surgery or major like that. That's good. I've never broken a bone or anything, so. The track might have helped that, like you said, with the conditioning too, but it might have helped Keep you healthy. Yes. Keep you keep. The only thing I ever really experienced during track was just shin splints, but mm -hmm. nothing like I couldn't handle. That's good. So with with that injury or with your coaches, like you said, talking about how you might not be able to play D one, did you ever think of throttling back? Um, no. I just the one coach that told me, I didn't like him very much. So it was just a point to prove at that point. How old were you? Do you remember how old you were when he would tell you that? Uh, about to be 15. You proved him wrong then. <laughs> was that a club, like a club that you... Yeah, he was one of the top club coaches. Sometimes they get it wrong with the athletes. They cut athletes or yeah, they but just don't see the potential sometimes. And a lot of them just get tired and just are worn out by coaches and quit. Like, I know, well... Sometimes I get really tired, and it just becomes really repetitive. You know, you do the same thing, you practice the same thing all the time. Yeah. But, you know, you have to see, like, the bigger picture. Like, it's paying for my college, so just keep doing. And especially when you're playing, you have a lot of fun. So talk about your college. So I'm really interested in your journey um, when you leave here. Tell us where you're headed. I'm going to the Citadel in South Carolina. How did that unfold? Um, okay, so I actually... We started recruiting um, the beginning of my first year at Mad Frog. So I was six, almost, I wasn't 16 yet, about to be. And I had been interest, interested with um, Southeastern Oklahoma and um, Angelo State. My dream college was the University of Houston. But by that time, you know, big D1 schools, they already start recruiting girls that are, you know, 6'2". And so... Um, I got an email from the Citadel, and I had never heard of the school before. But a lot of older people that I talk to, they think it's like, it's like a really big deal. Yes. And so I reached out to them, and I told my parents, like, I'm not going to this school. I'm not going to a military school. It's not happening. I'm not moving 18 hours away. 
And so in the summer, they sent me on by myself to the school to visit and go to a camp. And within the first two days, I was in love with the place. What summer? Um, like not this past summer. No, no, so two you, summers ago. Okay, two summers. So like ago. your junior before you started your before junior year. Before I started year. my junior year, yes. They sent you by yourself. They sent me by myself. Had you visited it all with them? Nope. So that was your first visit. My first out there. plane ride by myself. <gasps> yes. Wow. Why do you think they sent you by yourself? Well, um, it was. Tickets are really expensive because I kept saying that I wasn't going to go. And so last minute, they're like, yeah, you're going. Get on the plane. They found a way to get yep, you there. They, they sent me there. So how long was that visit? Um, three or four days. Do you stay on campus? Um, I stay, well, so all four years, um, you have to stay in the dorm. But we have these things called off weekends. So gates close at the school at 12 a.m. every night. And after that, you can't get back in. And so on off weekends, especially the athletes, they have um, apartments off campus. And so no one was in the dorms. It wasn't allowed for me to stay in the dorms. And okay. so I stayed with other girls that were there that were already on the volleyball oh. team oh, nice. with them. So I got to meet a lot of them before I That's committed neat. there. That's different than just going and walking around a campus with your family. Yes. For that time. And, so what um, was it that made you go from never hearing, never knowing what this was and thinking, there's no way I'm going to do this? Well, one thing is the girls have to cut their hair. Yeah. And I you was... You have long, I hair. I was not cutting my hair. And so, but um, the coaches were really good. Um, one of the girls I met, I still, I still talk to her all the time. Um, she was on my plane ride there to go to the camp, actually. She was, she was going to be a freshman that year. And I saw that she had a shirt on, but she also had a volleyball bag. And I was like, hey, you know, like, can you just watch my bag, blah, blah, blah. And we started talking. I was like, yeah, I'm going to the camp. And she had been from South Lake, so she was oh. doing the same thing as me. Yeah. And so ever since then, that's who I, who I talk to What's about What's this haircut things. have to be? Well, we don't have to cut our hair anymore. Oh, good. So it had to be a pixie cut. So it, the max you could have was three inches on your hair. And you had to keep it cut for you know, the whole freshman year until recognition day, which um, that's when you become a freshman to sophomore. And they called the freshman year your knob year. Mm -hmm. So you're a knob, and then once recognition day happens, you are officially no more in but your knob But that year. rule is no longer? Right. We got a new president, and we also got new, we got new volleyball coaches. So in the middle of my recruiting, after I had already committed, we got two new coaches. So I had to wait for them to re-offer me my scholarship back. Oh, uh, because everything changed? Yeah, because they had never seen me before. Right. So they needed to make sure they still... Wanted whoever the person before them wanted. Yes, and they asked. Was the, that nerve Was that scary? Um, a little bit. Um, I mean, they they still they've seen a lot of film, mm -hmm. not me actually play in person. It's mm -hmm. really far away, and we have a big class coming in. We have six girls for the class of 2019 coming in, so they're trying to you know keep recruiting younger kids and get out because they do have new coaches. Um, plus, um, at Mad Frog, we do have a um, recruiting director. So they help us with a lot of the talking to the coaches, sending them film, setting up our profiles, just so that we don't have to do yeah, everything at that's once. Nice. Um, but the new president that we got talked to the like the girl athlete coaches, soccer, track, volleyball, and they're like, what's the biggest thing? Because the girl to guy ratio is one to ten. Wow. Because no one, no girls want to go there, cut their hair, yeah. just to play, you know, sports. And so they asked what the biggest thing was, and they said girls cutting their hair. 
and he argued that people that go into the army, navy, those girls don't have to cut their hair. So yeah, he got like the rule changed. Maybe an old rule that doesn't apply so much anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, it was an all boys it's school not necessary. at first. Yes, anymore. And here, as we're in 2019. So you knew going into your junior year, that's where you wanted to go? Yes, I committed in July before my junior year. Oh, wow. Um, I love the school. Um, I, personally, I wish I would have waited a little longer just to see what other offers I could have got for myself. But it was really helpful that I wasn't stressed out the last two years of club because a lot of girls that don't commit until later are stressed out like, yeah, I have to play good every single game that I have because I have college coaches watching me and if the other girl on the other team is playing better than me, then they might like her more. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot. It's very stressful. And you were kind of good to go. You yeah. knew what your plan was. I was, I was ready to have it done. So what does the military side of this look like? Um, so every day you have to wear a uniform. So I know like Monday and Thursdays you have to wear the normal like military camo outfit with mm -hmm. the boots. Um, you have to do formations in the morning. Certain things like um, you have physical fitness tests um, that everyone goes through. Um, freshmen go through Hell Week when they get there with football and soccer. So I have to be there July 23rd. Hell Week starts 7 a.m. at July 24th. <laughs> and you have no technology, nothing. Everything's taken away from you for the whole week. And it's more of, I believe it's more of a mental thing more than it is physically, because yeah. I believe that they think, you know, everyone can do everything they need them to do. Um, you you can, to, yeah. You have to do push-ups, sit-ups, and a mile. That's your physical. Um, but also during like your knob year, you have to walk. You're not allowed to walk on the sidewalk you have to walk where the street is. There's a line between the sidewalk and the street. You have to walk like that in a straight line everywhere you go. It's one of their traditions and rules. And it's because one of like the thing about the school is you have to earn everything back. That's how you prove. earn the right. You to have to earn the right to have your hair grow back, to walk on the sidewalk, to get your jewelry back, makeup, everything. All those pleasures that you're used to having. Yes. They want everybody on the same level. Right. First. That's good. What did your family think when you said, this is, this is what I want to do? Because um, it was so different from what you thought, from what you said U of H wanting to go. Yes. Um, so I'm the oldest, and my mom had me when she was really young. So to my mom and my grandma, I'm the baby. And so as I'm on the phone talking to my coach about how I'm going to commit there, I can see her in the kitchen crying. Oh. She's like, I want you to do, you know, whatever what makes you happy. I just don't want you to be 18 hours away from me. So I think it's going to be really hard on them. Yeah. I think, I mean, I feel like I'll be a little homesick, but I also feel like it'll be just be like, oh, I'm just gone for a little bit. I'm coming back. To them, they're not going to, you know, I can go without seeing them every single day. Mm -hmm. To them, they're like, I'm not going to see her every single day. They're going to call me every day. Yeah. It might be harder on them. Do you, you talked about the weekends off. Is there a plan, do, do athletes come home often or is it um, not really Well, usual? I've talked to like some of the other, like not even just volleyball players, mm -hmm. they're like the basketball players and a couple like of the guys, they live like in South Carolina, like two hours away. That's where their family's from. But they can't just like, you know, leave whenever they want to leave. Most people, you know, leave on breaks or when it's absolutely necessary. So then, you know, think of it, it doesn't matter that you're 18 hours away. You could be two hours away and you're still yeah. going to be there on campus. So you kind of have to... Uh, and volleyball has a lot of off weekends just because when they travel out, they can't get back into, you know, the dorms. 
and uh, they actually call them barracks. They're not dorms. Barracks. Yeah. So it's the the barracks are they're outside. So it's not like a normal building that you have like oh like this is an all girls dorm. You guys have a whole bathroom, shower, everything. It's like the whole thing's outside. Then you walk into the room. So I could be like roommate with a girl next door, two guys, and then like you have to walk all the way outside to go to the bathroom. Wow. Your first year. Yeah. Well, no, this is every year. Oh, that's always. Always. There's yeah. So, and there's only two thousand students on campus. So pretty small. It's pretty small. That's exciting. What, so when you're finished here, mm-hmm. um, you're about to be finished with high school, do you, what do you do on that break, June, until you go at the end of July? Um, do you well, get some downtime? Yeah, keep well. Keep playing volleyball anywhere? I'm going to keep, well, my dad also coaches, so he has a team that's younger, and they play until you're 18 zero. you play until the end of June, beginning of July. So um, our coach wants us to take off, you know, the whole month of May just to give us a break because whenever you're not in your last year, you have school volleyball from end of July to November, club volleyball is from October to the beginning of July, so you have those few weeks every single year just to rest. Good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just take the whole month off. We can start, you know, physical conditioning, playing volleyball in June. So I plan just to, you know, practice with his team. So it's not like I'm just doing drills. I get to play okay. against other people. Keep active, but not intent, not super intense. Correct. What do you think the hardest part of all of this has been up until this point? I mean, things might, you know, you'll have a different answer in a year from now, but um, what's the hardest part? Is it is it just physical? Is it the workouts? Is it balancing school? Is it, um, the, is it like, I know you're going to have to leave friends and boyfriends and things like that. But. Yeah, I wanted, well, let's see. I know my, my family's always going to be here, so I don't think like that's really like you know a hard part to just you know leave because I can always you know come back or um, I've made a I've got really close with my girlfriends this year and I was really excited for like senior year to be over I'm like yes I get to graduate and then like all my friends are going out of state all all different all over the place so you know, I think it's going to be really fun to come back and still be together but. Um, the hardest part, I don't know, your body, I mean, you know, people would be like, oh, you're young, you have plenty of energy, like, you should be fine, you shouldn't feel like an old person, but, like, constantly hitting the ground all the time, working out all the time, it's very exhausting. Your body feels like you need a new one after a three-day tournament. Um, we take a lot of ice bath. I do cryotherapy. I don't like the cold, and that's quicker than an ice bath. Um, occasionally, I get, like, I pay for massages, so when my back's hurting, um, balancing school, I don't think that's really hard. I mean, people that struggle in school, it's probably really hard for them. But I, you know, I'm one of those people, like, I'm, I'm smart enough. I don't have to, like, apply myself to everything. I can just kind of <laughs> naturally, it just comes to me. I don't study for that's anything. Good. You're lucky, yeah. Yeah, I that's don't really good. study for anything. I just kind of know it. I do it. And so my grades are always fine. I get in trouble when I have a B, so that kind of motivates me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're lucky then that that hasn't been a source of a lot of extra stress. Right. Because that could have made it not as fun yeah. these last few years. I, I, th- I don't know. I think the most, like, hard part would just be, like, sleep. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Fitting it all in. Yes. Because I struggle to sleep sometimes. I have insomnia, so, like, mm-hmm. I wake up in the middle of the night all the time. And then I'm like, dang, it's time to get up. Yeah. I feel like I didn't get any sleep. Congrats on finishing up a strong senior year and headed to the Citadel. 
Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks for talking to me.